Hello and welcome to Shop Small, Eat Big, where each episode we'll be speaking to an artisan food or drink business, baking, brewing, creating, making fantastic produce and selling it throughout the UK. We get under the hood to understand what inspired them, how the business got started and the detail and love that goes into their products. Hope you enjoy listening. If you do, please give us a like, share, follow on our social media page, Pueblo UK, and any comments, please feel free to reach out on our contact email, hello at pueblofood.co. On to episode five now, where I'm here chatting to Louise, the founder of Queen of Tarts. Set up in 2012, but really got cracking in 2019. The business specializes in, you guessed it, tarts. But don't let me infer there's anything simplistic here. Louise has spent years perfecting the baking process and provides us with a bit of insight into her principles and values, like sticking with high quality, in-season ingredients grown locally around us. You can find Louise selling in the markets of Eltham and Abbey Wood in South London, but since last March has also been operating online to keep the production line going for her clients and has further ambition for this year and beyond to expand. Enjoy listening. First question for you, Louise, obviously, and welcome, welcome onto the podcast. It's an absolute pleasure Thank to you. have you. <laughs> Thank you um, for having me. No, my pleasure. Um, how would you best describe your entry point into Queen of Tarts and running that business? Like was, I mean, pastries, I suppose, is the fundamental skill in, in tart making. So was this something that you were doing previously for work or... Was it just sort of simply a hobby that you sort of fell into? Yeah, it was, um, <clears throat> yeah, pastry. It's a funny one because I've, I've never had any, like, any professional training at all. I'm completely self-taught. I've had a couple of, um, I'm fortunate enough to have, like, a friend of mine who's a chef and he um, has, yeah, he's given me some guidance. But this, this goes back to kind of, like, when it all began, really, was back in 2012, Um yeah. And it was it was a hobby, like cooking food is my one of my passions at food. I'm a real foodie, so and food has always been a massive part. Like, You're speaking to the of, right people here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um it's a massive part of me and my family and everything just revolves around food. Mm. And um and then back in so back in 2012, I, I I was pregnant and I was I was pregnant and I was well, it was actually with my daughter initially mm. when I started making um like when I was pregnant, I had this craving for strawberry tarts, you know, like pastry. No way. I was okay. Not, yeah, I was a proper sweet, I had such a sweet tooth and I started making <laughs> these strawberry tarts. <laughs> and then I started really enjoying making the pastry. And um, and my mother-in-law, she's always made these pastries from back in the day. Like, and we've always had them, you know, like on picnics and things like that. And I thought, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. So I just started, I started making them and then I just started experimenting with like the savoury um, I, I've always kept it seasonal because I love to follow the seasons with all the like the vegetables, fruit, and everything. Super. And then, um, yeah. So then, in 2012, I started doing it um, a lot more. And then I and then I sort of went into markets back then as well. I was doing a few markets in Southeast London. Yeah. Um, 
so I started doing the markets then and then I kind of launched it then but I was still working um so and obviously other commitments and everything so and I was pregnant again at that time and then obviously had the baby had to have, I was on maternity leave and yeah. everything just got a little bit sort of um there was other things that kind of like took over and then um went back to work kind of we're still we're still baking we're still making the pastry and everything but um mm. then just took a break from it or obviously went back to work yeah um so yeah but it's, it's it's been ongoing really since 2012 but then I've always wanted to get back into it and then 2019 um I kind of like really sort of put my mind to it and invested yeah, you- in a coach you went, you went then, to go two-footed, basically. You've just, just gone for it. You're like, if I'm ever yes. going to do this properly, you're going to do yes, it now, right? Exactly. Like I've always, it's always been, a, you know, like something's always been at the back of my mind to kind of like get back into it. And then, and then, yeah, so I just, um, I, so I went back into it sort of the end of 2019. And, um, and yeah, here I am. And I launched, like, obviously the, the plan wasn't to launch as soon as I did, but I was working towards that. Yeah. And then obviously, the pandemic hit and then I would just sort of hit the ground running and just went for it but um it's been it's been a wild experience it's a roller coaster yeah did you say that you were um when you decided in 2019 to t- kind of take queen of tarts up to the to the next level and perhaps do things a little bit more consistently um did you say that you were did you bring a trainer on or bring a, a coach on a chef or what, what's yes. that yes yes so i because I've always had the, I've always had the ideas, always had the plans for years and years. And, um, and then I was kind of like, I was really, really focused at that point. And I, I invested in a coach, um, like a business coach. And yeah, she, this, this sounds great. Yeah, it was amazing. And then obviously I had, I had all my ideas cause I've got, I've got other ideas as well as this business that I'm working on as well. But, um, so she kind of like, um, sort of kind of helped me get everything in place and then, Direction, you know, put, huh? yeah, direction, mm. all the plans was sort of on paper, you know, like everything was down and I was just like ready to go. And then yeah. I kind of, yeah, so now I know where, you know, like I think now I kind of know where I'm going kind of thing. It's, yeah. it's, it's just all it sort of like, it just propelled me. Yeah, it just it just really helped me kind of like get really focused on what I want to be doing. So, so yeah, so and, then, and then the pandemic, it was just... Um, like because I wasn't planning to launch so soon, obviously. But then once the pandemic hit, because I, I, I was working as well. So obviously found myself out of work, unfortunately. And then um, yeah. just thought, you know what, let's just go for it. So that's what I did. And, yeah. Um, and how does that look now? Like what, what, because obviously it's different now because last year, you you know, you couldn't go to any, um, you couldn't do any markets, which obviously I, I assume was, was, I mean, for, for most small food businesses, right? Like offline food markets are integral I think you know you've got to get in front of people haven't you so how does it how does it look now like how do you take Queen of Tarts to the to the next level like does it mean that you're you know you're just going to stick to the markets or would you ever like supply trade or you know what what are you what are you thinking and hoping to do I've got loads of ideas, but I was (laughs) when when the pandemic hit I kind of I kind of went straight in and I did uh, first of all I was kind of I was I was connected with my where I live I was like part of a voluntary group you know like helping all the vulnerable people where I live Amazing. and I and I started I started actually making baking for for my estate <laughs> so I was kind of like 
You were chief. Um, you were basically head chef for your, uh, for of, your area, huh? <laughs> I put it. I put it out there, like, and everyone. And where's was, the area? I, where Where are you? Where are you from? Where Where are you living I'm, now? I'm southeast London, so I'm just sort of near Eltham, um, sort of in between Eltham and Mottingham. Right. So residents of Eltham, if you if you want any tarts, or if you're just hungry, <laughs> <laughs> you're feeding the masses over here. <laughs> exactly. So I started. I started doing that, and then. Um, like I said I was out of work so um I then I started providing like a weekly service so I was actually baking every week through the pandemic my goodness um and I was delivering I how are you you getting ingredients I mean that was what you know one of the first episodes I think when we were speaking to um uh to crumb club I think she mentioned that uh ingredients was 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 something and then for me and even for people like going into the supermarket like flour was like one of those items that just got eradicated from the existence of the shelves like it, it was just never there like that and nah. toilet toilet roll obviously but you're not making toilet roll with, with tarts so that's not going to work but yeah how did you how did you get the ingredients or did you just stock up Do you know what it, yeah there was it was it was it wasn't it wasn't easy like I was it was it was a struggle yeah. and it was a challenge but um my my local shop they had I don't know how anyone didn't know about it, but they they had like sixteen bag kilos of flour. What? <laughs> Where are they getting these from? <laughs> I had my husband going down there like these sacks, bringing back sacks, sacks of flour. <laughs> so they was lasting me, but then obviously, yeah, they they was there. They they was I was so lucky. They was in the shop. Yeah. And um, but obviously, getting all the other ingredients was a challenge, but. And when where I do use the season, it was quite important for me to stick to my values and and source the ingredients that I wanted to use, you know, for the for the tart. So I did I did get it get there in the end. Um, I was using um, I was actually using like an online um, market, like a veg. Mm. I don't know if I can say the name, but it's yeah, it's um, yeah, of course, of course you can. Yeah, well, of course you can. we're all friends here. Uh, Oh, I can't think of the name now. I've got a mind blank. <laughs> Can I, I use I use Yeah. I forgot. I use this yeah, I use this online market quite um every week really and I was getting everything delivered. Yeah. And they was providing the service every week, which was brilliant. Um but yeah, honestly the the, the most different challenging thing for me was the packaging. The packaging that was. is a general theme. So other than ingredients, packaging seems, well, last year, right? Is it you you're kind of referring specifically to getting packaging last year? That was the tough bit. Oh, honestly, it was, it was so tough because there was, every, everyone, everyone in the world was baking and cooking from home. I think commerce as well was massive, wasn't it? I mean, in terms of people buying products on like all shapes and sizes and all different products online, I think. It was a culmination Absolutely, of that. everything. Because I was using, because baking, obviously, with all online baking um, businesses, that all of the little, you know, like the baking, I, I've got mini, I was providing mini tarts as well in the summer last year. Right. And they're quite small, but all of the packaging for those, there was, it was just, it was <clears> a nightmare. <throat> but yeah, but I got there in the end. But yeah, that was very stressful at the time. But <laughs> yeah, because if, if you can't send it, then, you know, that's, that's just a, uh, exactly but um but yeah that was that was a chal- that was challenging but um it was all part of it I learned so much you, <laughs> you know, do like, I think yeah you do learn yeah, a lot I think, you just learn so much but um did you change yeah, your, that- did you did you change your packaging as a result of the you know the materials that you either were or were not able to source like do, do you I mean you, you mentioned a little bit 
before about um, you know that you like to maintain and remain quite consistent with the values and principles and I think everyone can take that away and, and learn from that. I mean, I myself, I think it's important if you start anything to have, you know, basic principles and values that you want to try to stick to, even if it has an impact on your bottom line. I think it's important that we Absolutely. consider the Im- impacts of sustainability and environment, particularly with Definitely. packaging. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, during the pandemic, it was really because I really wanted to obviously source sustainable, you know, like the most sustainable product I could. But it was really, really difficult during the pandemic. But obviously now everything I use is biodegradable and it is. Oh, can yeah. you hear me? Yeah. Everything I use is kind of like aligns with my values, which is good. Now I can get yeah. everything that I want. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, now that's very important to me as well. Where did you learn um, to make pastry? Would you kind of, re- would you have just sort of relied on sort of book of, of mum and dad helping you or, or chef? I mean, because I think pastry is one of those things that even if you watch a TV show like MasterChef, you, you've got professional chefs on there and some of them um, can't cook pastry or they just absolutely, if they're working in a kitchen, in a professional kitchen, will avoid the pastry section. Like it's 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 a, it's a difficult section clearly for people it's one that it's it's tricky right but you've just gone head in and taken that on and, and that's what you do yeah it's definitely it's definitely been like I can see my progression since I've started like in the beginning when I look back on photos I'm like oh my god like that just I can't believe I actually sent that out but it's just, <laughs> no, I'm just kind brilliant. of like as I've gone along I've just I have perfected it like I'm very happy with how it is now but Mm. And I'm very um, conscious, you know, like with the, obviously with the baking, it's, it's a long process making, making my pastries. Um, Can you take you us know, through it? Because I remember I, I, I was, I was just having a look at um, your um, Queen of Tarts social media um, page. And I, I, I saw one image kind of struck out to me, just, it was really just, just an image of the pastry. And it was a comment that you were making about how you rest the pastry in the fridge for a certain period of time to allow the gluten to yeah. relax. Um, yeah. So you're just letting it chill out and do its thing for a little bit in the fridge. So there's obviously there's some key key takeaway points, isn't there, to making a, you know a perfect pastry, which is obviously for a tart, it's the base, it's it's fundamental. What, exactly. What other yeah. So 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 I always make the pastry like a day in advance, and I'll I'll rest it in the fridge. Um, and then once obviously the pastry is rested, um, you need to work quite quickly with it. So I like roll it out and then you need to line the tins. And then I always put it back in the fridge again, just to chill it out with the, with the baking beans and the, in the parchment paper inside. Um, so a lot then, of resting. So day before. It's a lot of resting. It takes a yeah, long time. Yeah. Time. So I just rest it, but I, I do all of the, the second process I start doing the next day. Mm. Um, so I roll it all out, line all the tins. And then I um, rest it again in the fridge with the beans in, and then yeah. it needs to go straight in the oven to be blind baked, you know, to prevent everything from bubbling. Like the pastry needs to be yeah. um, blind baked. So, and then obviously that prevents soggy bottoms. Um, That's what clearly what everyone wants to avoid, right? Yes, um, exactly. <laughs> blind, blind, ba- blind baking. Just, just. Ex- explain that to me exactly what what's what is blind baking is that you just throwing something in the oven and using 
your, your, your eyes as a way of sort of just judging if it's ready or not? No. So I've, um, I've, I've kind of added like techniques to the blind baking process. So, and that was, I got advice from a chef, um, who, who, is, who explains, yeah, who explained <laughs> to me how to make sure that they're really crispy, you know, and, and really like, um, yeah. to avoid them being soggy. So yeah, so I blind, so blind bake them. So I put the beans in, but I, I also like prick the pastry, you know, like at the bottom. So you get the holes in. Okay. Um, and that kind of brings, lets the air come in. So it doesn't, um, they don't rise, you know, like, so it just mm. keeps them flat. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so then I'll, and then I'll blind bake them, take the, take the beans out, put them back in the oven again, just to dry the pastry out at the bottom. And then I egg wash, I'll do the egg wash like twice, put them back in again, and then they go really crispy. <laughs> this is methodical. This um, is, that's, this is perfection, right? I mean, you can't, you're never going to do that first time round, are you? It's, it's a learning it process. Time. Exactly. Mm. And I'm like, bearing in mind, I've only, I'm in my kitchen at home. So I've got like one of the smallest ovens in the world. <laughs> um, and it takes a long, it, it takes a long time. I mean, some, some days I'm, when I was, when I was working through the pandemic, I'm, some days I would be in the kitchen for like 14 hours. It My was God. like madness. You'll be <laughs> exhausted though. Like, that's, that's it mad. was exhausting. But I've, as I've, as I've gone along and I've learned like along the way, yeah. I've kind of got like a another routine in place now, you know, where I do like I'll do the blind baking maybe the day before everything's all ready to fill. All I'll do is like obviously cook the vegetables fresh, everything's ready to go. And I've got like a good little um system in place now. Yeah. Where to I'll, work work around the uh, the operations basically and exactly, the scale like of the kitchen. Line. Yeah. It yeah, is. Exactly. It is. Yeah. Do you, do you ever <laughs> do you ever foresee Queen of Tarts taking taking it up a level and going into like would you know if you get so busy you get so many orders which hopefully you do later this year or, or next year would you consider sort of going full force into queen of tarts and would you ever sort of consider having a you know a little small facility either a shared one or something like that to, to help you produce more because i mean there is there is a limit isn't it to the production capacity of of, oh, of the absolutely. kitchen yeah, especially. Yeah, I mean, for the markets, because I do the markets, I do two a month. Um, but for the markets, obviously, I do a lot more. I can do a lot more. Um, yeah. But obviously, there is there is a maximum amount I can do for the market. But I was actually um, doing a bit of research in, you know, like maybe looking at a bigger kitchen yeah. unit, um, just so I can obviously do more for the for the markets at least. Yeah. Um, but with regards to like the, the ordering, I'm kind of, how I'm managing it now is, is, is I'm okay with it at the moment, but I am, um, there is plans. I mean, my, <laughs> my plans, plans are, yeah. yeah, I would love, I would love to have my own cafe. I'm, I'm in the process of kind of working towards creating like a community space, the cafe. Fantastic. Um, and obviously I'll be baking the tarts for that. Yeah. Um, and then I would love to, I would also love to make, like, I would also love to provide the tarts for other brands you know like that's the sort of thing i'm i would love to yeah like other shops toward. right whether it's either like a coffee shop or another bakery yes. or, or stuff like that exactly yeah i would love that but um but yeah i'm just kind of like i'm just flowing with it at the moment you know i'm just i've got obviously i've got a lot of ideas and a lot of plans um, you've got to listen to the demand i think as well haven't you you got to you got to i mean you've got a plan but it's i think it's always important to listen 
to what the market and what people are people are telling you that what, what they like what they don't like and as you say go with the flow try things out if it doesn't work exactly you, you, tr- you, you try something else don't you and exactly yeah yeah that's exactly it um mm. and obviously my instagram i use my instagram that the platform there for you know i i, I love connecting on there with like my audience and i'm quite yeah. I, I love being on stories you know i, I kind of do listen and i've i've put a a couple of polls out recently about like the delivery because I really really would love to start like delivering like doing postal deliveries yes um so this is something I'm working on at the moment um so yeah yes. it's just it's, there's loads of there's 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 loads of goals and ideas and I'm just kind of you gotta work through it just you working work, through, work it. through it exactly there's no rush of course there isn't it's, what um what is your favorite are you because i can quite clearly see that the the tarts that you have created are both um obviously very seasonal but of course you've mm-hmm. got the you've got the savory you've got sweet obviously clearly when you were pregnant one of the first things that put you into this <laughs> was the the straw the straw do you say was it a strawberry tart that you were craving jam. yeah the jam was <laughs> that's odd so it's quite funny i think my no it's not pastry but i think my when my mum was pregnant with me, I think it was trifle that she was. That was a bizarre pudding to crave. Such when, a sweet uh, tooth. Yeah, but I, but I but I guess that is a thing, you know, be, being a sweet tooth and just wanting to crave. I mean, maybe that explains it. Like I'm a massive sweet tooth now. I, I don't know if your your daughter is, but I, I am. If I have a if I have some chocolate or anything in the cupboard or whatever, that's going. It's not. Yes. It's not. It, it's it's not going to stay there for long. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, she definitely, definitely has got a sweet tooth, my daughter. <clears throat> so definitely. What is the fans' favourite? Because um, I look at a lot of your social media page, and there is some beautiful ingredients that that you're using. Like in particular, I saw like the, the potato one looked fantastic. There was there was a mushroom one, but then I also can see that you're playing around with other flavours of strawberry. There was I think there was a rhubarb one not that long ago, which I guess you're using very seasonally as well so what what seems to be the the favorites in your markets oh or? it's you know it's a really difficult one this because there's been quite a few um like this time of year is my favorite time of year you know like when everything starts coming around like the rhubarb the beetroot you've got like um yeah green beet you know like all the all the lovely vegetables start coming out at this time and yeah i think i think the most popular one is got to probably be the um, I'll do like a maple glazed beetroot with goat's cheese. Oh, wow. That was really, really popular last summer, last year. Mm. Um, for me, I love the Jersey Royal, um, Jersey Royal, because they come, they're this, they're, they're coming out now, aren't they, the Jersey Royals? And I have, I make that with like a spring onion and cheddar cheese. Oh, super. Um, Okay. So That's... so good. Um, yeah. Like this when is I a bad up... thing to record at, at eleven thirty <laughs> in the morning. You know, we're an hour away from lunch, I and know, this is lunchtime. this is not, you know for anyone else listening. You know, don't listen to this just before yeah. lunchtime. Maybe after. <laughs> I always get that because I love food, as you know, and I always get so like it makes me hungry when I'm writing out the recipes and everything and like all the flavors. <laughs> I'm sign. like, oh my it's god, good... yeah. It's a good sign. Am I am I salivating whilst writing this? Yes, tick. Yes. It's going to work. This <laughs> exactly. recipe will work. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's um. My, I love I love potatoes. I'm a massive potato fan. Yeah, and I do a really good um like sliced roast potatoes with onion, which was a really good one last That's, year. That sounds awesome. Um, 
but yeah i i, I like sweet yeah do you, when you go sweet I, what do you go for have you gone for anything particularly particularly daring yeah i've do you know i've only i do like i do one sweet flavor a month i've kept because i've got so much because they're quite they're a bit more complex to do the sweet ones why is that and obviously because they're because you need to be really like exact with the ingredients and the measurements and it's a bit more time consuming and obviously because i'm doing so many for the markets and like my yeah. kitchen you know like everything else the, I just the kind capacity of left it. just doesn't work exactly yeah mm. so i left it as i do one sweet flavor a month so because rhubarb is so good at the moment and it's just so delicious i kept i did last last month i did the rhubarb with a really lovely custard oh. um which Outrageous. was delicious and then i've kept the rhubarb on this month and i'm doing rhubarb with like a chocolate um filling like a chocolate sort of custard yeah. filling yeah i like so i've that. kept that on this time um so yeah you're all all of the obviously I, I, i'll make quite a few of those for the market they go really quickly the sweet ones but i just <laughs> like i said i do like one one sweet flavor a month just just for now but yeah it could change but yeah i would love to start experimenting more with the sweet because I do love the sweet ones as well. But yeah, I always, I'll always like to hear of. Um, yeah, I was just interested to know if you do anything, or are willing to do anything like particularly wacky. Like, so I mean, in terms of taste testing, it, it, I, I presume this is all. Um, you know, the family test it first, see how it is. Oh, if you try anything yeah. um, a, a little bit, say left left wing. Yes, my family have always, they always order every time. They always order in. And um, yeah, they're always very honest, I hope. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I've not had any any bad feedback yet. So Oh, that's good. So, despite, um, <laughs> despite all the progress and everything as well that you've, that you've done over the years, as you say, with the quality of uh, your bake is, uh, it's, as you say, it's clearly got better. So no complaints. Not yet, but you know... It could happen, but we'll see. <laughs> do, you, do you tend to completely sell out at the at the, at the market's brilliant? Does that is that does that you find that that's probably been the most sort of helpful um, for a you know for a small food craft business to to show off what what they do? Do you think that's probably the best way to do it and to get out there? Oh, yeah, I love I love the markets. Like the markets are just, and it's literally they're my um, local markets as well. And it's a, it's a market I've always been to, you know, like for years. Um, yeah. And they've just got such a good feel to them, and it's all obviously all the locals that come down, and it's it's really it's really good to sort of get get that visibility um, at the markets. And yeah, I just really I just really enjoy. I'm a people person, so I just really enjoy like talking to everyone and obviously there's been a lot of restrictions because of the pandemic it's not been you know it's been restrictions in place the last couple I've done but I'm hoping now yeah it's going to get a bit more relaxed because in the beginning I think there was you know the time when we was we had that bit of freedom last year that's right there was that period I think it was like around August time weren't it and um yeah, yeah so they have like singers down there it's that it's really fun that you've just it's, it's really it's a really good place to sort of connect with other small businesses with the community um yeah. exactly yeah and I just love the feel of the markets and yeah I've had quite a few opportunities actually so it's um yeah I, I really really small businesses it. um it's what kind of the small craft businesses give you don't they I think a lot of people start them because they want to ingrain themselves within community and that's, yeah, that's a really, good, really good way of doing that, right? 
Yes, mm. it is definitely. I've always worked like in my previous job before what I'm doing now. I've, I've worked with the community for years and years. I'm, so I've just it made sense, and I'm going to be hopefully bringing that element of my job and the baking together in the cafe because I want to do a lot of other stuff for the community. So yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, I love it. Superb, <laughs> superb. Um, I could talk about pastry all day. This was, um, <laughs> was absolutely fantastic. Um, so yeah, so the plan for the plan for this year is just going to be got to get it through, right? Make it through yes. the year. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm just refocusing now. I think coming out of like lockdown, coming out of last year, um, obviously it was difficult for everybody, like especially like the hospitality industry. Everyone's kind of like just come out of. I'm still getting over everything from what's gone on in, from 2020 yeah and I think now I'm, my mindset is just to sort of regain focus and really concentrate on getting my products out in the post and yes and yeah, yeah. just just refocusing now on on um on getting back out there but um yeah. how uh how long do the um do the, do the tarts last would you say so if you are shipping them and potentially sending them away to other people how long will the will your tarts last for so they last i'd say 48 hours max um because obviously because they i make them like as fresh as i can make them and then send them like obviously they're they're made fresh as fresh as they can be consumed basically so yes exactly yeah they're fresh they're so fresh and obviously they yeah i'd say 48 hours max but some of my customers like have have froze you can freeze them on the day of purchase as well which is really quite handy so they've yeah and i've had i've had quite good feedback on that um i did a corporate i was doing a corporate job throughout the pandemic and and they was well they was buying the tarts for their staff meetings and everything and mm. and yeah and she and and they they used to freeze them on the day and then just take them out the freezer put them in the oven so they can be frozen but they are i mean i they, you can't beat them fresh, yeah, 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 but obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah, 48 hours. And then I always put the instructions in how to warm them up. Um, but they are good cold, but I prefer them warm. I always... Oh, yeah, me too. In the oven, um, agree. In the oven, yeah. All the cheese melts and it's just, yeah, they're really tasty. But, um, fresh but yeah, the better, right? But it's good to know the that it's fresher, possible. The fresher the better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's fresh. Also the thing hours. It's, the, it's the way that you want to be doing things as well, though, don't you? Because uh, one of my one of my questions um, that sometimes I ask people is, you know, what are you doing that makes your your products a little bit different? And I suppose for a lot of artisans and sort of small craft food and drink businesses, it's all about doing I think, you know, being fresh is clearly really, really important because you're differentiating yourself away from a product that any consumer or individual can walk into a supermarket and buy. Um, you know, you're, you're putting in ingredients of high quality. Um, for you, would you say that, is there not sort of nothing out there at this very moment in time that's similar to you? I mean, obviously there are tarts. I mean, that's that's not uncommon, but... I'm just saying from from an artisanal perspective, there can't be lots of people doing the exact same thing as you right now. I've not seen I've not seen anything. I mean, I do see obviously when I because I love going in these small delis and the little cafes and local businesses and everything, but 
and I have seen them in there, but I've not seen any anyone sort of out there in the market. They don't tend to have the same like the same stalls at the markets. Yeah, we're all kind of like yeah, we're all sort of yeah. I, I, I don't no, I don't think I have really to be honest. Well, that's a good thing at the end of the day, um, isn't it? Like I, I almost envisioned like not that not that tarts would ever get a bad rep, but like they're they're would you would you consider it as old school? Would would it be would it be something that's a bit more classic? Because I mean, I, th- I suppose like in a city like London, yeah. you know, the the diversity is mad now, isn't it? And I think you know, I tend to go out looking for things that I can't make, which happens to just be pretty much everything. So, I mean, it's fine for me, <laughs> but, but, you know, for, for a lot of, for a lot of people, um, you know, they kind of go out and they want something that is, you know, absolutely what they never would have made before. And, and I think, you know, cuisine comes into it then. So, um, it's basically the point that I'm trying to say is it's really good to see that, you know, what I had envisioned to be, you know, still a cl- quite a classic, item and very, i think it's very british as well isn't it especially the sort of savory ingredients that you yeah, people definitely. using it's british and it's good to see that that is still it still remains a really popular item for you know for people visiting you either in the market or, or buying the products definitely i think with my product they people have so many different things with it as well it's, it's not just you can have other other food you can put that like, other things with the tart so i always um, I always suggest maybe having like a soup, you know, like in the winter months, because I do really good like autumnal flavors and winter flavors. There's, you know, like with the seeds, it goes across the seasons. Yeah. Like you can have like a really lovely sad like in the summer, like picnics are my favorite thing ever. So we always oh, take one. Tart's got to go know, well like, with picnic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like summer. a nice picnic. You've got like a little cheese board, and you know, like you can have it with chips that like homemade chips on the side that like vegetable ev- anything anything it yeah. complements any kind of dish but then obviously you can have it on its own um but a lot of my customers have yeah they've they've the feedback i get is like they kind of have it as a side or on its own yeah. or yeah. just as a snack you know Little like snack. yeah I yeah because it's not big <laughs> is it i mean i mean would you say that do you, do you make the tarts in in different sizes because i mean I, i've seen some of the sort of little ones but perhaps are you doing are you doing bigger stuff as well yeah so i do i do the smaller ones which are like the picnic canopy ones and then i do a 12 centimeter uh, yeah. which is like i've some people share that some people have that for two but I've, that Some people is share really that. for one I wouldn't, ha- I wouldn't share that yeah <laughs> you <laughs> that. a 12 centimeter I'd say is for one and then I'll go up to a 20 centimeter which is like you probably could get like four slices that, out of the 12 it's like a size of a pizza um, sorry out of the 20 yeah and then I'll do a bigger one which is the 27 which is probably about eight my eight god and, and is that for special occasions only that that feels like a gigantic yeah tart. so the 27 one there that was what I, you know like for corporate events and things like that beautiful um yeah but but for the market i just focus on the 12 centimeters because obviously i can't do it would be impossible for me to do all them sizes just for the one it's just there's not enough room no um <laughs> so yeah for the markets i just i focus on the minis which is the canopy ones and then I do the uh, 12 centimetres. So I normally do up to about 40 odd of them yeah, yeah. in number, like with all the different flavours. What does the, talking um, of flavours, what does the, what do the seasons say to you? So like for, for spring now, what are the key flavours for you? And then similarly with, 
you know the summer and the and the winter like what what have you what have you been doing because as you say you 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 seem to just completely match yourself with what's going on and what's being grown which is you know a lot of people do that and it's clearly clearly works because it's the freshest and locally it's sourced the freshest, it's yeah it's the freshest yeah. and all locally sourced yeah so i so now this this time of year now for me is jersey royals um nice. and asparagus um beautiful absolutely beautiful yeah so do like asparagus i've got the menu now let me just check i've i've, I've put the menu up because i've changed my menu don't i um yeah what have i got i've got the yeah, Jersey. I've got the asparagus, lemon, and ricotta cheese, which is really delicious. And then I've got, I'm changing it up a little bit. Actually, I'm doing the spinach this this time with ah. masala, masala and paneer. So that's okay. a little bit of a that's a bit yeah. of a diff, that's a different flavour for me. But it's um, I'm, I know that's going to work quite well. And then I'm doing the Jersey Royal spring onion and cheddar again. Classic. And then I've got the beetroot. Yeah. yeah, the beet. I put the beet. I did a poll actually on my Instagram, and I, I kind of because I want everyone. I want people to kind of like. I want to. I want people to get involved and like with the flavors and everything. Because obviously, Absolutely. I want to make sure that I'm giving people what they want. So yeah, the beetroot and goat's cheese was a was a winner. So I've added that again this time. <laughs> Clearly, um, yeah. And beetroot. What, what is is it is it coming into season now or is that somewhat a little bit later on in the year i think beetroot is is coming i think it's that might be next i think it might be next month yeah but not far but yeah not far yeah um so the winter ones for me would be like squash i did pumpkin like really good pumpkin one feels hearty doesn't it i suppose autumnal winter you, it's you're just so to cozy yeah, yeah like really cozy flavors you know like um um, really good to have with like nice soups and things like that. Yeah. Um, and summer, I suppose but, you'd go quite, would you go quite light? Um, I mean, the, 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 the strawberry or raspberry tart kind of sings to me yes, in the summer. Yes. Yeah. So I did a really good, um, last year I did like a really good chocolate and raspberry, um, with fresh raspberries. Um, what else did that was the sweet one. Mm. I can't even think now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did. I did a really lovely, um, like green bean with prosciutto, oh, uh, which lovely. was a really good one. And tomatoes. That's another. That was another popular one. You know, like really fresh. Yeah. Like UK tomatoes with um, Gruyere, like confit in chili. That was really. That was quite a popular one, actually. Nice. You said that you're adding a bit of chili there, so you're actually getting getting a bit of heat in. Yes, be... a bit of hay, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just love playing with the, the with the seasonal, the freshest ingredients. They've got dimensions to them, haven't they? You know, and, and, I, and I didn't mean old school in a, in any negative connotation whatsoever. They've they've you've got so much. It's got so much, I suppose, like dimension to it, hasn't it? In terms of what you can add to it, um, yes, and exactly. what you can create, which makes it a very very sort of unique product in a way. Yeah, so um, I like to, I like to, it's kind of, I've elevated it, you know, like they're not, because I think sometimes they can be quite sort of bland, can't they? You know, like when sometimes I've seen Definitely. them in shops and they're just like cheese yeah. and ham. Yeah. And it's just like, no, kind of, yeah. So I've just elevated, elevated the flavours. Right. Um, now, I don't want you to tell me off, but tart versus quiche. 
um, <laughs> sig- significant differences here. Should, you know, could I, if I ever called your um, your, your tart a quiche, would I be getting um, would I be getting told off? <laughs> yeah, you no, know, us because quiche to me is like like I just mentioned. It's more, it's it's very heavy on the egg. You know, like it's very heavy on the egg oh, yeah. and the yeah and. When I when I think of quiche, the the first thing comes to mind is quiche Lorraine. You know that, and I don't. That's not. Yes. I'm not really a fan of that flavour. You're not. Yeah. No, it's that ham. <laughs> I don't eat ham, and it's like it's just not very inspiring. I know what you mean. Um, it, it, it is very heavy on the egg. I think that's probably if anyone was very, to describe very quiche, heavy on the egg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so I don't. I think mine that there there is a bit of a difference. I think mine are more. Yeah, it's lighter um, and less egg. A bit lighter, less egg, a lot more cheese <laughs> and just filled. I'm not, I don't scrimp on my veg either. They're just full of just lovely flavours. <laughs> mm, beautiful. Are you now, hungry now? <laughs> yeah, it's getting getting close to midday now. So yeah, it's slowly, slowly getting there. Um, when do the markets open for you? Are you are you getting out there now already? Like what's the what's the plan over sort of the, ne- the next few months or so? Yes. So I do two markets a month. So and that's on the all open now. They're, they've been open, yes. I've been actually trading um, throughout the oh, whole pan because of obviously the food, because we're food um, businesses, we was allowed to trade, which was brilliant. Um, but yeah, the next one I'm going to be doing is on the 1st of um, May, which is Saturday, the 1st of May. And that's at Abbey Wood. I do that one on the 1st of every month. So the first Saturday of the month. And that's where people can um, find you then for, on the first Saturday of every month, Abbey Wood. Abbey Wood. It's in the it's Abbey Wood pub car park. That's where they, they put the market up there. And then yeah. I do um, my local one, which is Eltham Producers mm. Market. And that's the last, that's the fourth Sunday of the month. Um, but unfortunately, I'm not going to be there this weekend, but I'll be there the end of May. Super. Yeah, so I'll do two markets a month. I'm doing, at the moment, I've had to reduce my delivery service just to once a month. Mm. Um, But obviously I'm still sticking to that and then I'm doing, and then I'm going to be working towards hopefully getting them in the post over the coming weeks. Yes. Which is very exciting. Branch out. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, because I think that's that's the thing, isn't it? Like if you have the ability as a craft business to, you know, I think people naturally always start in your local area and i think that's how you get a bit of traction whether it be through a market or you know just delivering to people in your community but obviously i think if you you know if you're proud and and you've got a product that you that you love and other people do then obviously you want to broaden that message out don't you yeah Mm. exactly i've had quite a few inquiries but obviously i've not really kind of focused on the postal um, deliveries but I'm really ready to to sort of branch out a bit now so hopefully I can get them out good um, that's that'd be a good plan to have for this year for the, it adds a new exactly. dimension doesn't it yeah, yeah that's it so um so yeah exciting times it nerve-wracking is. nerve-wracking <laughs> nothing wrong but, with that nothing wrong with that I think it's healthy you know I think in any you know just just this doesn't need to be a food podcast if it, even if it acts as a, as a business one and you know you just you just speak to small business owners and I think you'd be mad if if you weren't 
feeling mm. any emotion or like not necessarily anxiety but I think you you always I think you tend to sort of second guess yourself all the time and um you, you are taking a risk fundamentally aren't you with what you're doing and you put you putting your heart and soul on what you do um but you've got to back yourself haven't you but there's nothing wrong exactly. with having nothing wrong with having a few nerves in the background I think that just means that you know you're normal I think <laughs> exactly I just think that you know, like sometimes you put things off, don't you? But I think now, once you get that you focus, you just got you've got to go with it. And I'm not afraid of failure. Like I'm not. I don't really believe in failure. I'm kind of. I just I see everything as a lesson. Ah, oh, so best advice. I, I agree. Yeah. So for me, if 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 go, if things go wrong, then that's that's okay. Like I'm not. I'm not because you learn from that. It's that clear. I don't think it's normal to to think that you're never going to make a mistake because. We yeah. do make mistakes and Nobody's we learn perfect. from them, don't we? Exactly. So yeah, I'm open to to everything really and just gonna just gonna run with it. Plow on. No good. And I'm having and that... for the bit the most important thing for me is I'm having fun. Like and I, I love it. Like, I enjoy what I'm doing. It's not like a job. It's it's that's, fun. And I think that's where you pit the nail on on the head. And you've hit you've hit a few nails on the head already, but I think that, that point in particular really runs true with a lot of people there are so many there are so many you know across the world you know people in jobs and in work as a result of you know that's just the path they took but they don't enjoy what they do they don't love what they do they don't feel passionate about it um and you know i i am sure both you and i would always got to encourage people to to find what they are passionate about because it certainly I think it makes makes life somewhat easier doesn't it when you find something that you do it really does it um, really does and you're less concerned about as you say some of failures or mistakes that you make because it's just simply a learning process and it's it's part of it yeah it's part Mm. of it and it's part of the whole process of yeah just going going for what you want to be doing yeah Life can be too comfortable otherwise, couldn't it? Do you know what I mean? If you, if you just decided to do, you know, another job or, you know, you work a nine to five or something like that, it's just, it's, um, I think it's very easy to be comfortable. It's a lot, it's a lot harder to, um, Well, this is it. This is it. Yeah. I just think thoughts, because obviously we think about all these things that we want to be doing, don't we? And then, but do if we're not taking the action, then they're not, nothing's going to come of it, is it? And I just, that's when I've decided that day, <laughs> Yeah, that this is what I want to do, and this is—I've been taking action ever since. So, well, that's good. And now people are enjoying do. enjoying your tarts. Exactly. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been able to, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's all good. Louise, thank you ever so much for for being on. It was a pleasure to have you, and um, we 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 wish you all the best um, in your endeavours this year with with Queen of Tarts. So, um, oh, very thank you so much. I'm really, really, really grateful to be invited on, and I'm so excited to watch your platform grow and and yeah excited to be part of it